Magandang araw, podmates! Ito na ang part 2 ng aming episode kasama si Kristen Buado, ang Pinay vlogger sa Ukraine. So, ang dami mo na napuntahan, but you chose to stay in Ukraine. You left Ukraine, you went back to Ukraine, may gera na sa Ukraine, nandiyan ka pa rin sa Ukraine, you don't want to evacuate, at least not yet. What makes Ukraine different? I mean, nagpunta kang Romania, nagpunta kang Moldavia, nagpunta kang Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, ang dami mo na napuntahan, no? But you stayed in, in Ukraine, you went back to Ukraine. What is it about Ukraine that you love? Uh, for me, the people. Laging, ang, ano ko eh, laging ang ano ko, reply ko. Kapag nagmahal ka ng isang bansa, hin, kasi, yung bundok, makikita mo naman yan sa ibang bansa eh. Yung lake, makikita mo yan sa ibang bansa. Yung culture, meron naman lahat ng bansang kultura, diba? So what uh, makes the people there different? What makes them different? Sobrang welcoming nilang tao. And for me, hindi ka iba sa kanila. Yung tipo, pag nakilala ka talaga nila, hindi ka iba. Given, hindi naman lahat ng tao open-minded. Ganun naman talaga sa bawat bansa. Pero, most of my encounters dito are nothing but good. And, talagang, etong dalawang sisters ko, for example, nung before the war, pumunta kami ng Kerson sa hometown nila. We stayed there for two weeks, dun sa ano nila, bahay nila. Tapos, yung grandma nila, yung mom nila, yung mom nga nila, tawag ng tawag sa akin ngayon kasi nag-aalala din. Tapos yung lola nila, laging tinatanong nasaan si Christina. Christina kasi yung name ko dito, Ukrainian name kasi siya. Talagang inampun talaga nila ako doon. Tinuruan nila akong magluto ng dolma. Tapos pinaghandaan nila ako ng borscht. Lagi kaming nagkakaroon ng jam sessions. Tapos lagi kaming tumasayaw. Yung mga deepest problems ko, nasasabi ko na rin sa mom nila. Talagang ano na siya eh, pag yung tao dito, nakilala mo yung heart mo magugo sa kanila and part of why nagbi-break din yung heart ko is because yun nga kilala ko yung mga tao dito eh they're willing to help anyone in need yung mga kapitbahay ko na walang trabaho ngayon na halos walang pera nagbibigay pa rin sa kabilang kapitbahay kahit na halos wala na sila alam mo yung tipong ganon um So they're more Ayun, welcoming they're, they're more welcoming they're welcoming that way. they're really yeah, welcoming more than uh, more than other people More than uh, other countries. Mr. Havis, so far naman sa akin, sa lahat ng bansa, talagang wini-welcome ako ng mga tao. Hindi ko alam bakit. Pero hindi, rin, hindi mo rin masasabi na ito yung pinaka-best, ito yung pinaka-ana. Pero for me, they, it's, they're different because nung, I stayed here longer. So talagang alam mo yung mga tao dito, alam mo yung mentality. And for me, nagustuhan ko talaga dito. They're very helpful kapag hindi mo maintindihan yung mga language. Kaya kasi ako yung mga government, mga laws, hindi ko yung maintindihan. Iba na yan, ibang level yan. Tapos kapag ano, yun nga, alimbawa, nung na-deny po yung visas ko, yung mga kapatid ko dito, umiyak ko sa phone, one hour, nasa bahay na sila, ganun. Iba yung meaning ng family dito. Iba yung rootedness din nila. Iba yung resilience nila. Iba yung, ano nila, um, kapag they, how they treat people talaga. And they view you as a guest ng country. And for me, from there, nakita ko yung transition ko eh, From guest to friends and then to family. Nakita ko kung paano nag-transform yun. And yun nga po, um, yun nga, yung mainly I stay here because of people talaga. I, I can see the same cities. I can see the same history. I can see the same nature sa ibang bansa. I can easily leave. Kasi, kung ako, ako ngayon ha, kung mag-isa lang ako, madaling umalis. Kung wala akong kaibigan dito, kung wala akong pamilya dito, kung wala akong mga taong minamahal ko dito, 
madaling umalis. Pero now na, nagkaroon ako ng roots and attachment, which I have never had in five years of travel. It's more difficult. Kasi gusto nyo umalis kayo, magkakasama. Gusto nyo umalis kayo to ensure that everyone is safe. Na kahit sa border magkakahiwalay kami. Basta lahat makaalis ng teritorya. Lahat kami magkakasabay. Wala bang racism dyan? Meron, of course. Meron yan. Lahat ng bansa yan, meron yan. Kahit Kazakhstan, sabi mo, Asian to Asian ang racism yan. Lahat yan meron. Lahat naman ng bansa merong bad and good people eh. Dito nga sabi nga, may mga reports daw sa border na nagkakaroon ng racism, ganyan. Yun din, kinakatakot pero, pero, pero doon sa mga encounters mo, I mean, wala, may na-experience uh, ka ba? Akin, parang, parang one time lang, nung hindi ako pinapasok ng apartment ng friend ko dahil akala nila ninakaw ko yung susi pero hinandover nung friend ko yung susi. Doon lang. Doon lang talaga. Pero alam ko na halimbawa sa si mga African-American students or sa si mga Indians mas racist na. And ako kasi personally hindi ko siya na-experience dahil marami akong kaibigan na Ukrainian. Halimbawa po nagrenta ka ng apartment dito napakahirap kapag Asian ka or African. Pero sa akin madali kasi kasama ko mga Ukrainian. Kasi sila yung nakikipag-usap tapos sila yung sabihin nila na oh, we live together, ganyan, madali. Tulad ngayon, yung housemate ko, Ukrainian. So, madali lang for me. Yeah, alam mo, siyempre kaming nasa labas, uh, inoobserbahan namin yung response ng mga Ukrainians sa, sa gera, sa invasion ng Russia. No? At maraming namamangha doon sa cohesiveness, yung, yung tapang ng mga tao, yung sense of community, kasi I guess na-underestimate na siguro ng Russian army, ano? Akala na titiklop ka agad ng mga Ukrainian. At uh, isipin mo, magkatabi lang yung dalawang bansa na yan, you would think the Russians would know Ukrainians. Pero parang dami nasopresa sila, no? At uh, yung buong mundo. Ng, uh, yung nga, yung resilience, yung tapang, yung commitment nga na depensahan ng kanilang bansa. Ikaw ba'y nasopresa? I mean, you've been there, you you know the Ukrainians. Actually, I'm so proud. <laughs> Before ako dumating ng Ukraine, of course, I did my research. And ano nga po, um, sa akin po, nakita ko po eh, um, if you look at the timeline of Ukraine from before pa, yung Orange Revolution, um, Euromaidan, kung, na, kung alam niyo siya, yung um, malaking protest dito sa Kiev na ano, for for Ukraine to be part of Europe, to prove na part siya ng Europe. Yung constant defense sa eastern part, sa um, Donetsk, Luhansk, yung resilience ng families na lumilipat from east to west. Ako hindi ako na-surprise kasi alam kong hindi sila mag-give up. And I think it's because I've always seen the Ukrainians fighting for something. Naisipin nyo, they've been through a lot. Ang dami nilang gera dito. Parang lagi silang may gulo na kinakaharap. May mga invaders sila laging na tinatwart from the beginning of their history. Nandito yung Chernobyl disaster. Nandito yung annexation, tas ngayon full-scale invasion. The past has hardened them. Tapos kung i-analyze nyo rin po yung history nila talaga as a people, roots nila as a people, talagang united sila eh. And For me, actually, alam nyo ba, nung nakita ko, before actually, before pa ito ng gera, sinasabi ko sa mga friends ko, hindi sila iba sa Pilipino. Hindi sila takot magprotesta. Talagang hindi nila i-give up yung freedom agad. Na-underestimate talaga sila ng Russia. Yun yung nasasabi ko. Kasi in a span of days, bakit nasa winning side pa rin ng Ukraine? Bakit nandito pa rin sa ano? Nandito pa rin kami sa 
part na hindi pa rin nakatake yung city and we're taking on one of the largest militaries in the world. Ando din po yung sinasabi ko na hindi lang yung military yung nagkatrabaho. Yung ano din po na may mga volunteers din po na may mga medics, lahat po mga teachers, lahat na nagtatry na i-defend yung country in their own way. Uh, civilians without arms na humaharap sa mga Russian aggressors na may mga armas. For me, it's not really surprising because kilala ko yung Ukrainian people eh and nakita ko yung tapang nila na nakita ko rin sa mga Pinoy sa kada zona, zona ng bayan na pinupuntahan ko before. Kasi before nung nasa UP ako, talagang aktivista na rin ako eh. Nakita ko yung tapang nila to protect their lands nung pumunta ako dun sa part ng West Philippine Sea sa Mezambales para gumawa ng photo series para sa photo journey class ko. Nakita ko rin yung same eh, na they're trying to make do with what they have. They're trying to fight against the Chinese na talagang tinatry din i-occupy yung territories nila, yung waters nila. Nakita ko rin yung same spark dito sa Ukraine. I think nag-add din to sa fuel kung bakit ako nagsistay at bakit ko talagang pinaglalaban din to at bakit ko gusto tumulong as much as possible. It's because the Ukrainians and the Filipinos in terms of freedom, they have never been more similar than right now. And yung tipong bravery na nakita ko sa mga Pinoy, sa bawat tao na pinaglaban yung kanilang karapatan sa Pilipinas, yung mga tribo nila, yung edukasyon, yung mga sahod na pinaglaban nila, sa bawat sektor na nakita ko sa Pilipinas, nakita ko siya sa Ukraine. And it makes me swell with pride then, Kasi I think, I keep thinking that they're from a totally different continent, different culture, different everything. But the same bravery, the same defense when it comes to people who try to take away what's theirs, who try to occupy things. Ito yung nakita ko. At like ko sinasabi yan, yung, nun, nalang na pag, ano, pag na-mention ng Euromaida na parang they're always like us, you know? Na parang hindi siya takot na humarap sa mga tangke, hindi siya takot. Uh, for me, it's really something and that I really admire and that I'm really proud of. And masasabi ko na proud ako na naging home-based ko to. Masasabi ko na proud ako sa mga tao dito doing their own part. Kahit yung mga maliliit na part lang looking out for your neighbors na tatanda. Tulad naman, mga kaming neighbors dito, lolo at lola. <laughs> And they're even asking about our supplies. Diba? So, ito yung magpapanalo sa amin, I think. Ito yung, it's not about like, kung sino may pinakamalaking army, I think. And, In the event na sabihin natin na sige, Russia will occupy a greater Ukraine, which I hope is not gonna happen. The world has seen the bravery of Ukrainians and the resilience of these people, the sense of community, yung pagtulong ng bawat isa para lang mayahon lahat eh. Yun yung nakita ko eh, yung, yung pagiging communal nila, hindi siya iba sa atin eh. Ganon din naman tayo mga Pilipino eh. And I think that's what makes me relate more to this country. That's what makes me feel like home because... In so many ways, na hindi ko expect this is like the Philippines in a lot of in a lot of senses, you know. And I don't know if Filipinos who have stayed here longer have the same analysis, but for me, it's it's not so different, really, Sir Howie. Like it's just something that you feel at home because it's like home. The fighting spirit of these people are like the fighting spirit of our countrymen, and it's something that I really admire. And I wish. That at the, by the end of this war, you know, makita talaga ng world na napakalakas talaga ng mga Ukrainian people. And I wish that we'd have victory really soon because the people here deserve it. Yung kindness nila, yung 
katatagan nila yung yung welcomeness nila sa mga tao actually. Hindi nila deserve yung nangyayari ngayon dito. So, ayun, yun lang yung masasabi ko na ako yeah. hindi ako surprised, but I really admire it. Nagbo-vlog ka, no? And you've been posting about your travels. Sa totoo lang, uh, yung mga images tungkol sa Ukraine ngayon sa media ay tungkol sa wartime Ukraine, ano? Pero yung vlog mo started before the war, no? So, ang dami mong pinakitang ordinary life. Uh, yung tungkol sa kultura, yung yung pagtuturo mo ng uh, mga Ukrainian na uh, bata ng paggawa ng yema. So, ini-introduce mo rin yung Filipino culture sa mga bata. But you're also introducing Ukrainian culture to Filipinos, no? Like uh, yung paggawa ng pisangki or pisangka. Uh, yung parang parang Easter egg, no? Uh, and you're saying it's one of the oldest traditions uh, in Europe, uh, etc. No? So, yung character ng, ng Ukrainian people, no? I mean, you you describe that, no? But uh, how about the culture? What what do you what do you want to highlight about their culture? What do you love about their culture in terms of you know food and and art and uh, music, etc. Ano ako, sobrang fan ako ng folk art. Yan ang ano ko, favorite ko. So that's why I'm sporting my, my gears ngayon. <laughs> Actually. Your what? Um, I love their folk gears. My gears. Ayan. Actually, ah. very, very rebellious acting siya because ang Vishabanka, yeah. which is the Ukrainian, um, the Ukrainian national costume. So that's what you're um, wearing yeah, now. Yes, yes. Yeah, please describe please it. please describe what you're wearing now. Um, what what is it? So, vale, ano siya, embroidery siya ng Ukraine. So, meron kaming ano dito, um Vishavanka is the code of Ukrainian people. So, you can incorporate your name sa Vishavanka. So, for me hindi pa ako nandoon sa level. Gift lang to ng mga friends ko. It's a blouse, no? Kasi we don't see the whole thing eh. It uh-huh. can be it can be a dress also pero ayan ito siya mm. so bale embroidered embroidered oh ang ganda embroidered blouse siya. Mm-hmm. um these are the traditional ukrainian patterns uh, it's checkered no oh, for those just listening kasi you know, may video tayo ngayon pero yung mga nakikinig parang may uh, may elaborate squares na ano yan flowers na nasa gitna ng fl- squares so, uh-huh. flowers usually po um yung Vishavanka themes and the same with Pasanke which is their easter eggs na pinipaint using mm-hmm. wax um usually ang motifs ay nature because we have to remember na bago po sila ma-christianize sila po ay pagans the same with Filipinos actually yes. um the same noon sa mga tattoo ko from Wang Od it's it symbolized um from ano it it hails from animals like crab meron akong crab meron akong scorpion so Nakita niyo rin yung similarities natin eh, na Christianized sila, di ba? Same din sa atin. For me, I'm really in love with their folk art. I spent my last spring studying their folk art, which includes, yun nga po, embroidery, which is the Shavanka. Um, so wait, sorry. Just, just to be clear, no? So, ang tawag dyan sa iyong suot ay Shavanka. Vishavanka. Vishavanka. Okay. Vishavanka. Uh-huh. Okay, it's 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 and it's just a blouse and it's just for 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 women. There's no male uh, counterpart. Meron din. Vishavanka. Yes, also Vishavanka. Okay. Okay. Um okay. At kailan sinusuot 'yan? Weddings. Um, we have our day of Vishavanka actually. Oh, so that's formal. Parang barong, <laughs> yeah. kumpara parang barong Tagalog. Ganun ba? Special occasions. You can, wear, you can actually wear it anytime. Every you know? day. Like, uh-huh. Very stylish siya. Pwede mo siya i-pair with a skirt. Ganyan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
every holiday, like Victory Day, yung mga parades na ganun. Yung every time na patriotic holidays sa Ukraine, pwede mo siya nang suotin. And fun fact lang kung bakit ko rin siya sinuot. Um, before ang Vishavanka, during the Soviet Union, it was banned. Because the Soviet Union sees it as Ukrainian and not part of Soviet. Kasi di ba nung Soviet Union nga gusto nila na maging solidified. Walang religion, walang ibang kultura, lahat tayo ay Russians. When in fact, during part of Soviet Union, maraming mga part na Kazakhs, Tatars, even Russia itself right now is home to a lot of ethnicities. So nag-ban po sila ng Vishavanka before and people would bury their Vishavankas on the ground for it not to be seen. And kapag na-arresto ang isang political prisoner, isang aktivista noong time nung USSR, sinusuot po nila yung Vishavanka nila to say that I'm Ukrainian and not part of the Soviet Union. Marami pong crimes na na-commit during the Soviet Union tulad ng Flodomor, which is the great famine dito na nag-starve po yung mga Ukrainians. Napakaraming genocide na nangyari and it goes on until now. So for me, very symbolic din kung bakit ko sinuot to during the interviews because I want to symbolize it that this genocide is still happening, the killing of this culture because if you bomb our cities, you kill our culture. So, yun, um, yun din po. Tapos, yun nga po, code po siya. Vishabanka is usually passed down from one family member to another. This was given to me by a family in um, Ivana Frankie's. And ano din po, um, tawag po doon, actually yung family na yun pala ay nakapag-asawa ng Pilipina. So, binigay nila sa akin to. Ah, oh, okay, regalo so, din po, yan. Um, Opo, halos lahat. Ito din po yung traditional necklace ko. Regalo from my co-teachers. Meron akong headdress actually, pero nasa kabilang bahay siya. Nasa sisters mm. ko siya. So meron akong full Ukrainian garb. Hindi mm. <laughs> ko lang siya nadala ngayon. Mm. Um, bale din po, um, yun nga po, uh, sa akin, very proud ako sa ganito kasi art is their way of um, reflecting yung culture nga po nila. And when it comes to, for example, the Vishavanka, it's also a rev- very revolutionary act during the time of the Soviet Union. So, ayun nga po. For me, the highlights that I really wanted, kasi yun nga po, tama po kayo, before talaga, kahit before pa man, pag-inisip niyo na yung Ukraine, actually, nung sinabi ko na sa pamilya ko, may job ako dito as a volunteer. Hala, di ba may gyera dyan? People always think about Ukraine as something na war. And lalo na ngayon. But I think, gusto ko rin gawing i-uplift yung culture sa platform ko, yung kindness of strangers din dito, yung mga food nila na marunong ka na palang lutuin. <laughs> um, para rin may pakita, mag-raise ng awareness na this is what we should be preserving. This is what we're fighting for. If we stop fighting, if we don't close the sky over Ukraine, if we don't do something to send military or humanitarian, humanitarian aid, we risk losing this, this beauty, this this thing that has existed, yung katulad ng Pesangke, it has existed for, like, what? Mil- not millennia, but centuries, you know. This is what we're excluding. This is what they are excluding. Okay, speaking of, na, yeah, speaking uh-huh. of kindness to, to strangers, no, kasi yung ibang videos mo sa, sa vlog ay nag-hitchhike ka dyan sa Ukraine, no? Hindi, hindi delikado gawin yan. I, I can imagine, I mean, nag-hitchhike ka ba sa Pilipinas? I mean, parang mas bihirang gawin parang bihirang gawin sa Pilipinas yan ano uh, pero diyan sa Ukraine parang karaniwan mong ginagawa tama ba yung pagkaintindi ko you have videos with various uh, you know truck drivers you know they look friendly pero you, but they're strangers di ba so you trust them i mean you're a young woman you know with no family there so may mga pick up sa yo and then isasakay ka sa truck you didn't feel any any risk or danger 
doing that. As a woman naman po kasi yung dangers po everywhere naman siya eh. Pwede ako maglakad sa Pilipinas sa isang maliit na eskinita tapos pwede akong ma-assault doon. Pwede akong pumunta sa would isang crowd. Would you hitchhike in the Philippines? Definitely. Oh, you would hitchhike ako in the Philippines also? I would do that. I would do that. Ang akin naman po kasi nung Simula pa lang naman eh um ganun na yung ano ko it's it's not um it's not just Ukraine. Um Central Asia is also a very good place to hitchhike. Um Southeast Asia medyo mahirap kasi akala nila taga doon ako tapos medyo suspicious pag taga doon ka, di ba? So mas madaling mag-hitchhike diyan sa Europe or sa Ukraine dahil Asian ka. Because I look different. Yeah. Okay, if you're you white different. it would be harder. If you're a white woman or Ukrainian Probably, woman. I don't know. Um sabi kaya po nila parang no, actually no. The Ukrainian woman no. I have my group of people here, my friends here who are also hitchhikers and travelers. So dito sabi ko nga may sense of community kasi sila eh. Especially for example, I love traveling through the Carpathian Mountains which is malapit din sa dati kong city. Ano ko yung vlog mo doon? Yung birthday vlog ko <laughs> sa Carpathian. Oh, I love that region. I love that region. Pag naglalakad lang ako doon, talaga pipick up ka, ah, wala kayong, wala kayong, wala kayong car? Sige, sakay ka. Ganon sila, ka-welcoming. Tapos, naalala ko pa nga doon yung isang, if nakita niyo po sa vlog, yung isang lola, nilabas pa niya ako, like, sa gitna ng gabi, tas malamig kasi autumn na. Kapara lang, ipick up ako para hindi ako mawala. Kahit may Google Maps na, di ba? Yung nagbigay sa'yo ng grapes. Oo, nabigay siya ng graves. Mm-hmm. Actually, ang dami kong footage about Ukraine na hindi ko pa na siya share. I feel like this is the time to share it. Mm-hmm. And ang daming mga hindi pa nakakita ng mga tao from the vlog. Dahil nga gawa nga ng volunteer work dito, mas nagpapokus ako dito sa on-ground ngayon. Yeah. Tapos, ayun nga po, um, sa akin lang, wala po talagang kasiguraduhan ang kababaihan sa lahat ng lugar. Hindi lang siya exempted sa hitchhiking. As a young woman, of course, kailangan ko rin maging cautious. May mga rules ako, like, don't hitchhike after dark, uh, mag-send ng live location, parate. Mayroon din ako parang GPS na doesn't count on internet para pag sinad mo yung location mo, pag wala kang internet, okay lang yon. For me, as an expert hitchhiker who's been doing this for five years, um, nakikita ko yung body language. Alam ko yung tao kapag meron siyang threat to me. Usually, ako, I love hitchhiking with families. With women, actually, I get picked up by a lot of women here because, yun nga, ano sila eh. Ah, babae ka, okay. Sige, paprotectan kita. The sense of community again when it comes to this sector. Tapos, ang akin naman, um, ang akin pinaka-advantage ko, which is the language, naiintindihan mo yung gusto nila pag, de, pag ininsulto ka nila. Kapag may sinabi silang bastos, alam mo na yun agad. So, ako... To be very vigilant as a female hitchhiker, yun talaga yung kailangan mo. Kailangan madiskarte ka, kailangan alam mo kung saan ka pupunta, kailangan, kailangan alam mo kung kaya mong itrust from the beginning of the ride. Ay, may mga precautions naman po talaga ako, hindi po natin madideny yun. Pero kasi if I let this fear of people, of men to be particular, as a survivor of a rape attempt to... To deter me from discovering these beautiful cultures from all over the world and to deter me from also giving back to these cultures. Napaka-defeating niya for women. Bakit ko hahayaan yung dangers na ganun as a solo female para mag-stop dun sa pinapangarap ko at para dun sa vision ko for what I want to do in my life. And at the same time, if I were a male, I don't think I would have these kinds of questions. And I want to advocate for that, like for more 
safety in the travel space because not just travel but also in general na kailangan natin protektahan yung kababaihan actually kakaselebrate lang ng women's day so yeah yeah oh, <laughs> oh. timely po yung ano natin yung that's right that's right but but Kristen no uh, you know before we end uh, since you mentioned men kumusta naman ang dating or love life mo dyan? Ah, oh, very vibrant. <laughs> vibrant, okay. What can you tell um, us? <laughs> uh, actually, um, I don't know what I can tell you. <laughs> but but uh, Ukrainian men are nice. <laughs> Ukrainian men are they're very protective of you. That's what I can say. And they're very brave. Lalo na yung mga kalalakihan namin ngayon na my brother ako actually, Sir Howie, nag-English siya sa army three days after the war. And tinawagan niya ako over phone and sabi niya sa akin na I'm going to war in in local language, rough translation. Uh, I'm going to war. They attacked my city. They attacked my family. I, The people I love, I need to defend them. Uh, the men here fight for something all the time. Given sometimes very patriarchal sila dito mm. pa rin yung gender roles yun ang mahirap sa dating dito but like for example for me I'm the woman of the house <laughs> lagi um, <laughs> very strong female kasi ako eh. dating here is nice uh, it's not the main priority of my life to be honest um, but you find gems every now and then actually alam mo yung tipo na ang sad kung magde-date ka ngayon in the time of war kasi may chance na mahiwalay kayo sa isa't isa. And yung tipo na love in the time of war is really, really difficult because andun yung sacrifices eh. May mga nag-express na interest and akin lang is that I've, I used to watch movies before na nakita ko yung mga tao na, yung couples, di ba? na mahihiwalay sila dahil sa gyera, na mga World War II, ganyan. Makikita mo yung pain, ganyan. Tapos, sinabi ko sa sarili ko, hala, parang mararanasan ko ata to. <laughs> hmm. And, yun nga, it's part of the thing, it's part of family, it's part of people here. I hope and I pray that I will never, ever experience that. But, I might. Who knows? Diba? Nandito pa rin naman ang love kahit may gyera. Sabi nga nila. <laughs> So, ayun, yun lang yung pwede kong i-disclose. <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. I won't press it. Um, you know, uh, you I have a lot. Of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alam mo naman, uh, journalist ako, no? I like asking questions. Uh, kahit, pero, um, yun na. I think, yun know, pwedeng sabihin na people are expressing interest. There's this one guy who's expressing his interest in me. But I think that's because of the war. It's mm, parang, parang magiging bitter end, eh. Kasi hindi na may alam kailan to matatapos and malaki yung chance na maihiwalay. And sabi niya kapag umalis ako, there's nothing to do but fight because this person has been protecting me. Ako lang yung pinaprotektahan niya dito. And if I leave, mm-hmm. he protects Ukraine next, sabi niya. Wow. So, That's very nice. epic, very movie-like. Can I just share something? You look happier now during war than you did in your videos before the war. Umiiyak ka pa nga. You were talking about how disappointed you were you were you know you had a lot of um kumbaga you know bad experiences and din describe mo dun sa mga videos mo at uh, mga mukha, visas. Mad- madalas oo na, re- na reject ka for your visas hindi ka maka di mo ma-pursue yung ibang dreams mo and then for big parts of the, your videos um you didn't look that happy i think you're very honest about your emotions but i have to say 
kahit ganyan ang kalagay ng Ukraine, obviously there is a source of joy, no? Uh, that you're feeling. And I'm sure it's difficult to balance those those two things. Nagkakagera na sa Ukraine, you, you know, everyone could lose everything, but at the same time, you look happy. Um, and we're happy for you. Thank you po. I think kasi, and nung, nung nare-reject yung visas ko, yung dreams ko kasi is to move forward, di ba? But then I say, sometimes dreams can wait. These countries will be there the next day. And I think kasi nahanap ko rin yung source of happiness ko eh. And now I risk losing them. You're right. Um, the family, my two sisters, whom in the world to me, yung mga drinking buddies ko dito, mga kainuman ko, who, some of them have gone to war actually. This person who's protecting me here, who's always been caring for me ever since, my colleagues, my kids, coming together, sila yung source of happiness mo. Makita mo yung mga sinuturuan mo sa screen na kalagay, I love you, Kristen. Pagtapos ng gera, kunin mo yung drawings namin for you, yung mga cards nila for me during Women's Day. I I don't know why I'm happy, actually. I think a big part of me is sad. Baka siguro maska lang din to, hindi ko alam. Baka hindi ko pa napaprocess yung emotions ko. But I need to be strong kasi because we're a family here and if one of us falls into this despair, mahirap eh. We need to be optimistic. For me, andito pa rin eh. Siguro yung Pinoy in me din, di ba? Lagi nga daw tayong optimist, ganyan. I want to pero see ma- the Pero malaking bagay yung may nagmamahal sa'yo, di ba? I mean... Oh, marami nagmamahal sa akin dito. Ma- malaking bagay para sa ating lahat yan. Sobrang filled with love ako dito. Yeah. People that I know, people who are... Talagang family talaga dito. Home siya. Para balikan ko siya, ha? Yes. Yung yes. buong concept ng love dito. Yeah. This is a country full of love for each other, actually. That's a good note to end on, uh, Christian. Uh, <laughs> alam namin, mara- alam namin, marami kang pinagkaabalahan ngayon. So we we'll let you go. But uh, thank you, Pastor. Yeah, but before before I say goodbye, gusto kong pasalamat siya, Christian, no, for for being a bridge, no, for for being our eyes and ears in Ukraine. Maraming Pilipinong makaka rinig ng iyong mga kwento uh, tungkol sa Ukraine. Uh, thank you for sharing and for representing the best of our people there in the middle of danger. Be safe. Mabuhay ka at ingat lagi. Thank you din po. At sabi ko, okay lang din naman po um, mag-plug. Okay lang po mag-plug after. Sure. No, no, go, go right now. Ang Ukraine po ay tumatanggap po ng mga donations po sa army po nila which is something that we really need, which is military aid and humanitarian aid. Sabi ko nga po, di ba, sa podcast, ano siya, um, outgunned kami, outnumbered kami dito. So every bit of help, we really appreciate it. Makakatulong na po sa mga army rations, sa mga supplies, sa weaponry. At the same time, pumakat, pwede rin po pwede tayong magtumulong sa mga refugee families as uh, as people who are in their homes, Pwede niyo rin po i-call yung mga government, yung government po na to support to close the sky over Ukraine dahil hanggang hindi po kami naka-close yung sky dito, patuloy pong magkakaroon ng airstrikes dito. So I think po the best thing that we can also end this conversation with is to promote these organizations. Um, kung maaari, tingnan niyo po yung link po sa blog ko for... Um, for the donations po kung saan nyo pong pwedeng dalhin dahil po nangangailangan din po yung mga tao dito hindi pa rin po tapos ang COVID by the way so dagdag pa po yun 
nasa link po nung vlog ko. So, kung pupunta po kayo sa Instagram ko, nandun po yung link sa bio ko po. So, my Instagram is Kristen Kaladkarin, K-R-Y-S-T-E-N-K-A-L-A-D-K-A-R-I-N, Kristen Kaladkarin. And soon po, mag-raise po kami ng fundraiser through the blog para po tumulong on the ground dito. Hopefully, hindi mag-escalate yung things para ma-execute ko siya at para makapag, ano po talaga kami, makapag, volunteer work talaga kami. So, any humanitarian aid, any military aid that you can give us, monetarily, in kind, kung saan man kayo nakikinig, kung mga Pinoy kayo abroad, lalo na sa Europe, open your doors to the Ukrainian refugees and to the people who are expats and who, who live here, who are fleeing the war. Okay, that's a that's a nice pitch. At papaubot namin. Maraming salamat din. Uh, Thank you po, Sir Howie. Oh, oh, and good luck. Be safe. Uh, Thank you din po. Yeah. Please stay alive. no? Take care of yourself. This episode was produced by the team of Arsi Formales and Pau Requesto and edited by J.R. Magtoto with the wonderful people of GMA News and Public Affairs Digital. Thank you, Podmates, for listening to the entire episode. And remember, a long attention span will make you smarter. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Mabuhay kayo at ingat lagi.